77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. This one is a very, very special birthday. You know, lots of times we play songs on this show because we like them. I pick a song because I like it. More often, Lewis picks a song because he likes it. But often we play songs based on significance, an artist's birthday, an artist's heavenly birthday. And you guys know that me and Lou both love this song. This is Nick Kershaw, classic from the 80s. Wouldn't it be good? And I don't think Nick Kershaw is dead May not be his birthday. We both like this song. Why? Uh, why this one, he's Lewis? Not dead. He's uh, sixty-six. His birthday today. today. Big deal. Nick Kershaw. Great song. Yeah, I when I first heard that you liked this. Oh, of course. When I came back. And well, I'm but like, wow, you know, you know, I love all that uh, alternative rock. All that. This was they actually used this song in the movie Pretty in Pink. I believe, with OMD and... Yeah, I think he's on yeah, the soundtrack. I believe so. All right, 819 yeah. on your Friday morning. That brings us to my man, Andrew Giuliani. And, Andrew, I'm not sure if you've been listening since 6 a.m. If you're here, you're in Florida or the Ukraine, who the hell knows? But uh, <laughs> um, I've been making the point, you know, CNN started their TV show this morning at Navani's funeral. And Fox News started their TV show this morning at 6 a.m., talking about a funeral that I care more about, not in Moscow, but in the United States, and that is 2 p.m. this afternoon, they're going to later rest that beautiful nursing student from Georgia, Lakin Riley. And yeah. here was Biden at the border yesterday talking nonsense, and Trump at the border pointing out all the migrant crimes in Venezuela, and Trump actually told everybody that he spoke to Lakin Riley's parents He's not even the president right now, but he spoke to Lake and Riley's parents. So here it is. CNN and Joe Biden, not America first. Fox News and Donald Trump, America first. Yes? 
Absolutely. I don't think there could be a better example of that than what you've just seen. I also don't think there could be a better example of how kind of the two sects of the media, if you will, will end up reporting something. And you have to look at the CNNs, the MSNBCs, the Washington Post, the New York Times, and they almost look down at the Americans that say, wait a second, we need to secure our border. We need to take care of the the issues, the crises that are going on at home. And by the way, a lot of these crises that are going on at home, they get helped, not solved, get helped if you have immigration control on our southern and, by the way, now northern border, fentanyl being one that means a whole lot to me. Sid, I know this is something that means a whole lot to you, means a whole lot to a lot of Americans as they're directly affected. You're talking over 100,000 fentanyl po- poisonings here in the United States this, this last year alone. And a lot of the reason for that increase is because Joe Biden has completely thumbed his nose at the border, made Kamala Harris the border czar. Obviously, she did nothing. And now two and a half years after this is a problem, he seems to go down to the border finally and saying, oh, maybe I should go down there and waddle around a little bit and and look like a lost penguin for a little while. because That's really (laughs) what he looks like in all this. But you're absolutely right. Well, But he he only went to the border because he found out Donald Trump was going to the border. Oh, that's exactly right. Look, I mean, think about the East Palestine, Ohio stuff. They finally sent Buttigieg there after Trump went, after Rudy Giuliani goes, and Biden doesn't go for a year, basically. So I don't know what's going on with their decision-making, I guess, both from a policy standpoint, which has been uh, disastrous for the United States of America, but even from a political standpoint. From a political standpoint, if you want to show the American people that you're doing something, you go on the ground, you take a look, you figure out the information. They haven't been on the ground at all. So you can look at this from a policy standpoint. You can look at it from a political standpoint. You can look at it from a common-sense standpoint. And all the answers are obvious. They have absolutely no care about what's going on on the southern border. And by the way, when they try to paint Republicans as the problem and saying, you know what, in the House, they're actually not signing border bills that will uh, that will set the the number at 5000 migrants a day that these things start to kick into place, which, by the way, is a ridiculously high number when you end up annualizing that over the year. Here's the thing. There are two things that Joe Biden could do to make the the border secure. One, he could take executive action. And as the the Speaker of the House has said, he believes executive action is more than enough in this case to secure the border. But two, he doesn't have to sue the state of Texas, who actually is trying to enforce the border for him right there. So if he actually cared about the border being enforced, and he did not actually have to take the action to sue the state of Texas to actually help with the southern border. So you know it's all BS, Sid, and this is just a photo op for Joe Biden. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. You nailed uh, both of those. I did get a kick out of Governor Abbott yesterday talking about suing the state of Texas, and even right here in our own city, Mayor Eric Adams called Governor Abbott a racist, which is beyond stupid. Abbott telling everybody yesterday, I will continue, I will continue to bust these migrants until Joe Biden does something. And by the way, President Trump, thank you for making our border safe. And one more note about the, the dueling presidents at the border yesterday. Trump was in Eagle Pass which is a really, really rough hood and responsible for a tremendous amount of crossings. 
Joe Biden was in Brownsville, which last I checked when they ranked the cities in terms of being safe and not safe, that was number 29. So once again, Trump was at the center of the issue, and uh, Joe Biden was at a place where you can buy an ice cream cone. <laughs> you know, maybe he thought that, you know, Brownsville, Brooklyn, I hear Mike Tyson from <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. There's some interesting people. We'll go to Brownsville. I think Brownsville sounds like it's the right place to go. Um, but you're, you're, when you think about what Abbott did, the decision to send these illegal migrants into New York City, into Chicago, into Denver, but specifically New York City, I think he really understood that, hey, you know, New York really is the center of media. And these CNNs, these MSNBCs, these New York Times, which choose not to cover it, if you start sending to Washington, D.C., if you start sending to Martha's Vineyard, but also more than, more than anything, you send to New York City, you make it a problem in their home city. And then they'll realize just a fraction of what the state of Texas is going through, just a fraction of what these border states are going through. Because, Sid, we're looking at 10 million that have come in to the states alone, to the United States alone. In New York City, we're still less than 200,000, and this is a crisis. Think about that. that. We're not even 2% of what's going on in the country, yeah. and it's just yeah. this massive crisis that we can't figure out a solution. It's true, and it is a crisis because I have to tell you, living on the beach, and you've been in my neighborhood many, many times when you ran for governor, you were tremendous. They loved you on Beach 129, but it is a crisis because as the warm weather approaches, I have to tell you that I'm scared. I mean, I'm not scared. I'm a tough guy, but I'm scared for my family. You know, my daughter is beautiful. My wife is beautiful. They walk the beaches. They wear bikinis. And you're going to have these uh, some of these people. Most are good people. I get it. But some are filthy degenerates, young men with nothing else to do all day but walk the beaches in my neighborhood. And I'm not happy about these migrants, these illegals, walking the beaches in the Ponset and Bell Harbor come summertime. I'm not happy about it at all. And Sid, you know what? I mean, you wake up at 3.30 in the morning, you, you trek into the city, you do four hours of great radio, you got to deal with characters like Lou and Justin, you come back on a nice summer day, the least thing that you want is a beach where you're not going to have somebody in your sunlight over there so you can tan your beautiful pet. That's you know right. I, mean? I got you. That's I right. completely hear you. On yeah, that. not on. just blocking the sunlight, not just blocking the sunlight, but, you know, it's, uh, thinking bad things about Danielle and Ava. I'm not okay with that. So hey, it, do, know, it does like affect me. You're like a New York landmark. we got to protect the things that are protecting us over here that mean so much to our cultural heritage. And, Sid, you're like, you know, you're kind of like the Statue of Liberty right now. I am. Make sure that you're getting your 20 hours <laughs> off or getting prepared for four hours on that you do. Well, I'll just, I'll just have to go to Bedminster, New Jersey, for the whole summer. That's all. Hang out with you and Trump on the golf course. i got to stop playing golf one of these days just so I can hang out with you guys. Um, I, I do want to ask you about uh, your father. He was on again yesterday. He's on every week. He's great. I, I think he does... His best interviews, I know it's going to sound arrogant, but that's me right here. Because I, I push him to the point where I'm, I'm always curious if he's going to say, I can't go there. But he never does. He always yeah, no. goes there. And I love his honesty, and I love him anyway. But today, as you just heard from Judge Napolitano, is Judgment Day for Fonnie Willis. Now, the judge thinks that uh, this judge doesn't have the intestinal fortitude in Georgia to take her off the case. He may be right, but the judge also said he does think the case has been dented, at the very least, because of her involvement. What do you and your dad expect will happen later on today? Well, look, I'm not a lawyer. I've just been around many lawyers uh, throughout the course of uh, my, my life, basically, to see this. I, I mean, I would just say from a, from a common sense perspective on this, when you actually see the text messages from Wade's uh, 
former law partner uh, who was on the stage just a couple of days ago, on the stand a couple of days ago. Uh, he seemed to have amnesia on the stand about what he had said to Trump's lawyer when Fannie Willis and Wade had started their relationship. And obviously, to remind everybody, the, the significance of that is did Fannie Wade give this case to somebody she was already in an existing relationship in? Well, yesterday, the text messages were uncovered that he absolutely, absolutely knew that they had started a relationship beforehand, which to me looks like he perjured herself, himself. Whether that's enough, whether yeah. he can claim I had forgotten about that, he may be able to do that. But anybody with common sense knows exactly what he was doing, which is he was giving a, a, an, an answer that would protect him uh, from actually having to give the truth, even though he had given a truthful answer, uh, a, a declarative truthful answer, too. When you say absolutely, you mean 100 percent, but not I think so. Right. Uh, you know, I'm not right. sure. I have right. heard. This is just a sense that I have. No, it was absolutely that relationship had started. And anybody who looks at just the facts of this case, anybody with common sense realizes, and you, as you've covered it so well, Nathan Wade, who had never prosecuted a felony before in his life, all of a sudden gets the case against the president, does two grand juries to be able to do more billable hours, and all of a sudden he's taking Fannie Willis, who even though there are all these records, we have all these records of him basically potentially funneling money to Fannie Willis through these vacations, right? That's what he's able to do, and that's really the funnel of money. There's no record of Fannie Willis uh, reimbursing him. So this is complete BS. That's what it is. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today. 800 560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. In the final two minutes, uh, you came into work here the other day to do your podcast, and you said, oh, my God, I was in the shower. Did I hear what I think I heard? And I said, yes, you did, Andrew. You heard exactly what you think you heard, which was Peter King come on this show unprovoked, say that he believes that Michael Sapricone should uh, withdraw from that race uh, uh, in uh, in uh, for Senate up against Kirsten Gillibrand and withdraw right now. Peter King was, it was shocking. I mean, I can't tell you how many people yeah. have texted me since. You were shocked. I was shocked. Everyone was shocked. But with all that said, with Peter King saying that, with having to know that Donald Trump can't stand him, Michael Sapricone, at least as of this morning, is still in this race. Do you believe that? Um, you know, I believe it because I think that, um, sadly, there are a couple of bad decision makers here at the state party that are saying that, hey, don't worry, this will pass. Uh, Trump's uh, Trump's feeling on you, this, this whole idea that you've given to Letitia James, that you gave to Todd Kaminsky, by the way, gave to Todd Kaminsky four days after bail reform was passed, through the New York State Assembly. You could look it up. The New York State Assembly passed bail reform on April 1st, 2019. He gives $1,000 to Todd Kaminsky on April 5th, 2019. So this is a guy who has continually underwritten those people that try to, that try to undermine our laws here 
in the state of New York that try to go after political opponents like Letitia James. And by the way, there's more and more audio that both the Castronova and Eisen campaign are digging up of Sapricone on air that are saying that they don't like he doesn't like Trump too much. He doesn't think Trump is a good man. So all yeah. this stuff I know is getting through to President Trump. I know he's hearing about this. Look, Trump is a man who has a thousand different things on his mind. And the New York State Senate race uh, primary is, you know, probably number 579 or something right. like that. He's actually, he's actually thinking more about the three of us are having lunch on March 14th. <laughs> he, that's probably number 412 or something like that. So you're right. It probably is higher on the, on the priority list. Yeah. But, but I will tell you, when he does come around to it, and as he thinks about this, I know personally that he does not like the fact that the NYGOP nominated somebody who uh, who has underwritten his biggest, biggest public opponent, who, by the way, is not just some random Democrat. It's, you know, it's not even like Tom Suozzi. He gave $37,000 to Tom Suozzi. That's bad. But Tom Suozzi isn't out there advocating for his position, saying, I am going to get Trump. I am going to use Listen, but forget, forget about Tom Suozzi. If it turned out that this guy gave money to Hillary Clinton, who Trump despised, hated her. She was crooked Hillary until Joe Biden took that. I think that would be less damaging than Letitia James. Yeah, well, I think I think you're right. I think the Letitia James one is, is number one. I mean, he probably could have given a Fannie Willis and making that just about as bad or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Those campaigns are probably picking that up right now. As we speak. But this is just, like, honestly, the, the NYGOP has to look at, at Saffircone now and say, look, it's time to step down before we have any more egg on our face. You know, the whole this is he's just a businessman thing. It's just, I'm sorry. I don't want somebody, and there are enough New Yorkers right now that don't want somebody who's going to represent them who just less than two years ago gave money to Leticia James when she said that she's coming after the throat of conservatives. Law be damned. The rule of law be damned on this stuff. And now all of a sudden you're going to say that you're going to be the nominee for New York State Senate. I'm sorry. I'm not going to support you. Not at all. Until you've shown how you've supported Americans, conservatives, supported the rule of law in the state of New York, you need to earn that trust. You need to earn that vote. That doesn't get given. And I can tell you the people in New York are none too happy in terms of what they've found about Mike Sapricone and how he's underwritten the enemy here in the United States of America. Oh, what a way to end it. That is brilliant stuff right there. Andrew Giuliani, as you do every Friday from way downtown. Giuliani, excellent, excellent job. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. I will see you, talk to you soon, and uh, less than two weeks to Florida. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait, Sid. And, and, you know, look, there in Florida, you will not have to worry. When you go on the beach right there, you will have Clear rays of sunshine hitting those pecs of yours. No worries when you go to that free state of Florida. Can't wait. Excellent job, Andrew. Really terrific stuff. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid. My man Andrew Giuliani right there. And we covered a whole bunch of really good stuff.